Welcome back to Confessions from the Sidelines. I'm your host, Sarah L. Cowart. And in today's episode, I am chatting with Corey Clark. Corey is a personal brand expert, the author of The Simplicity Project, creator of The Purposeful Planner, and the host of The Purpose Babe Show. Corey believes that you are created on purpose and for a purpose. If you're ready to slay your goals and reach your purpose, then this is the show for you. Grab your favorite pen, notebook, or even your favorite note-taking app as you listen in on my conversation with Corey. Let's get started. Hello, Corey. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. And so as we get started, I would love for you to share with our listeners just a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay. Um, so I'm Corey and I am married to my amazing husband, Ryan. We've been married actually almost 25 years. And wow. so we have three kids. Um, at the time you guys listen to this, my oldest will be 21. And um, I also have a 19-year-old and a 16-year-old. So that is like the joy of my life. And that's my number one priority is my husband and my kids. But I also have a business that um, it kind of just like happened and it yeah. happened out of a need to simplify my life because I wanted to live more purposefully. So now I have a book called The Simplicity Project. I have a podcast called The Purpose Save Show. I created The Purposeful Planner and I really just love to help um, specifically women, I lo- but anybody really, I love to help people live their lives more purposefully and intentionally and by helping them just create simplicity and goals in their life that align with their purpose. Yeah. And that's so amazing because I think we all kind of struggle with like, how do we set goals and really identifying like, why is it important to have goals? Right. And so as you kind of share with that, with people, you know, how do you define that and saying like, this is the importance of having these goals? I think the importance is ultimately, if you don't have a goal, you're not going to get to where you want to go. You have to know what you want, whether it's what you want to have done by the end of the week, what you want to have done by the end of the year, or what you want for your life, you know, what you want your life to look like in 10 years. If you can't specify what it is you're going after, you're never going to get there. Yeah. And I I think that's really important thinking about like the families and the students who listen into this podcast. I mean, they're making some really big plans and you've kind of been through that, you know, having teenagers, you've seen your kids grow and evolve as they move through high school and into college. Yeah. And so what, like, what does this process look like for, you know, high schoolers and, and parents of high schoolers? Right. I think for, you know, we definitely didn't take a traditional route with my family, Mm -hmm. but we really made sure that it wasn't our goal, mine and my husband. Oh, yeah. You know, like what's important to us is like our kids' character Mm -hmm. and making sure that they understand that, you know, as they become adults, they get to make their own decisions. And so guiding them, but really making sure we knew what they wanted and we weren't setting goals for them that we wanted. And so, you know, that's how we did it in our family. And I know a lot of families, the parents do make some pretty strict rules and goals. And I think that's fine. But I think you just have to make sure that, you know, it all, for me, everything goes back to your purpose and knowing like that your kids have their own unique purpose and that they can you know, really focus on that and help guide them to where they want to go and where they want to go to college and what they want to do with their life after college. That's another really important thing to talk about is, you know, college is great. And a lot of these things are fun, but like, if it's not going to lead to that end goal Mm -hmm. after college, like 
you might need to change your path. And so knowing that instead of getting to the end of your four years or however long it takes and going, oh, wait, I should have taken a little bit different path. Yeah. And, and I think that's, that is so valuable as we're hearing it almost kind of from the other side. Like, you know, I know that was kind of my path is I changed my major like four times because I didn't know what those goals were. I didn't really set goals. I was just kind of going by the seat of my pants. Really. It was like, just making (laughs) things happen. And, and I think that leads to like another question is like, why do we find goal setting so difficult? Oh man. I mean, I'm sure it's different for a lot of people, I would assume, but I feel like what's most common, what I see is people don't want to be confined to something Mm. and I feel like, well, what if I change my mind and you have to know that that's okay, you know, but it's so much more important to actually like set that goal, get started on that path and start taking those steps forward. Because then that's when you start to realize like, maybe you do want to do something different and that's okay. Like we have the freedom to do what we want to do in this life. And so I think a lot of people just get that like scared and like almost that procrastinating perfectionism where they just keep putting it off because they're too scared to commit. And there's actually freedom in that because when you do make that commitment and you start moving forward and you start taking action, that's when you start to get clarity on the things that you really want. Oh, and I love that so much because I think about, you know, freshmen in high school, sophomores in high school who have this goal of I'm going to play sports in college. And they're just kind of out there doing things willy nilly, if you will, but not really having a plan. And and that's something I really, I work with our students on is saying like, what is that dream? Like, what Mm -hmm. is that vision that you like really want to see happen? But then let's take it a step back and say, okay, how? How is this going to really take place? And, and I think I love the way that you approach goal setting because it's really different than a lot of people. So can you try to share a little bit about like, how does that work um, from your perspective of setting those goals? Well, and I've kind of like hinted at this already in the last few minutes, but I really think it's so important, excuse me, for people to start with their purpose and their values, because if you start setting goals that they might look great you know, on the outside and they might look great to someone else, but if they're not aligned to your life, you are going to struggle so much trying to reach those goals. And so I always like with my clients and my students, it's always like, let's start with your purpose. Like, what is your purpose? What is your purpose in your life or in your business or in your sports? Like, what is that ultimate like purpose look like so that you can stay aligned to that? And then what it does is it helps you to set the right goals and to like, say no to the things that don't align with that. You know, when you don't, especially with students, you don't have a really like a goal. And like you said, they're just kind of like, you know, going from here to there. Mm -hmm. It's a lot harder to say no to the things that like, maybe they want to do, they want to go to a party, they want to, you know, skip practice or whatever it may be. But when they have like their purpose and their values at the center, it's so much easier to say no to those things because you know, they don't align with that end goal. Oh, I love that so much. Cause I think a lot of times we do, you know, forget, like we want to have purpose. Like we were created for a purpose and what does that look like? And, you know, as students, if they were to start this early, like that only means so much more value that they're going to be able to give back to their community and to their families, but then also for them to really achieve those goals. Exactly. Exactly. And when you get really clear on that, you can actually like 
create the path a lot easier. You know, yeah. you can create this vision for, um, you know, you can create a long-term vision for like five or 10 years, but let's just say like your students want to create just their, their vision for, you know, what's, what's their life going to look like when they graduate high school. And then, you know, what's their life going to look like when they graduate college and really get clear on like detailed, you know, yeah. that's another thing that I have my clients do is like, just get so detailed, like anything's possible. Like what, you know, what do you want your day to look like? What do you want your relationships to look like? What do you want your health to look like? All of that kind of stuff. Because when you have that vision of like what you want your life to look like, it makes it so much easier to start to set those, you know, those like points, like, okay, by the end of this year, I want this by the end of next year, I want that. And, um, it just makes it so much easier to work backwards from that end vision. I love that so much too, because I, like, I think about our students who are on this trajectory of saying like, okay, I want to play college sports. I want to get to the next level, but it's not just about being the star athlete. There's so much more that goes into it. And, and I was hearing you think about like nutrition and the mindset and even those relationships, because the relationships, not only with your peers and your family, but also like with your teammates, how impactful that can come if, if you're planning with a purpose. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and so that's, so that kind of just leads me to thinking too, okay, students are doing this, they're planning, they've got some goal sets and then things don't go their way. Yeah. <laughs> How do we continue to work through that process? Um, it really is going to depend on, you know, for me, I have to really weigh out, like, is something not going my way because I'm trying to force something that shouldn't be happening or is something not going my way that I just need to learn a lesson and I'm going to be stretched. And a lot of times, especially with like students and sports and that kind of stuff, you can't take every hurdle as like a dead no, like you can't go this direction because sometimes you do need to grow and you do need to push through some pain. And so when you can learn to look at your setbacks or your you know failures, if you learn to look at them as lessons and ask yourself, okay, like what did I learn from this? What could I have done better? What could I have done different? It's going to help you push through that next hurdle a little easier or a little faster. And so just being aware and trying not to get discouraged. And that's why having that, if you have that vision, like if you have a journal that you have your vision written down in, and you could go back to that and focus on that mm -hmm. and focus on, you know, the truth and getting your mind in the right place and focusing on your mindset. And, you know, that's going to really help push you through those hurdles. We're interrupting today's episode to take a minute to thank our sponsor, CB Supplements. CB Supplements is a multi-collagen protein powder, meaning it contains all five types of collagen from four animal sources. Not to mention, it's the first and only multi-collagen protein powder NSF certified for sport and supported by Dr. Kate. One thing I love about CB supplements is that it comes in unflavored and in three delicious flavors, chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry lemonade. You won't find a cleaner multi-collagen supplement out there. So head on over to cbsupplements.com and grab yours today. Be sure to enter the code Sarah, S-A-R-A-H at checkout for $5 off. You just mentioned like the word, and I know that we keep saying this, but like that vision. And I know you're a really big proponent too of vision boards. Mm -hmm. And so yes. how, you know, explain to me a little bit for our listeners, like what is a vision board? Okay. So, I mean, my vision board 
is basically, it's like all of my dreams that I want to make happen um, in picture form. And I even print out words and stuff. And I have them on a board that literally sits in front of me all day. And I have like some people I know that they just, they have their vision board like by the side of their bed so that when they wake up in the morning, it's the first thing they see. When they go to bed at night, it's the last thing they see. And what it does is um, it's really good for you to, if you want to believe Mm -hmm. for something to be true, you have to truly like embrace it. You have to visualize it. You have to feel it. So I don't even just look at my vision board. Like I look at each picture and I visualize myself like driving the car I want to drive, like driving it down my street, you know, with the window rolled down and the air blowing in the car, like going through that kind of process, because when you can start to visualize those dreams coming true, you actually like are, you're putting in your, yourself in that place and you're creating that belief. And it really helps your mind to switch because your subconscious mind doesn't actually really know the difference between like reality and dreams. Mm-hmm. And so when you continue to train your mind to believe those things are true, it's going to create this path in your life that naturally like heads towards those dreams. Mm-hmm. And so for your students, like, I mean, they could even, if there's a team they want to get on, they can put a picture of like, you know, one of the players from that team in that uniform, that stadium, like whatever it is. Um, and really like, not just, like I said, not just look at the picture, but actually like look at the picture and then close your eyes and visualize what your life's going to be like in that place. Yeah. I love that. Cause I think a lot of times students do like visualization activities before they go on the field, before they go into practice, like they're, they're thinking about all these things that are, but they're in the moment. And it's not this long-term plan of where they can really visualize, okay, here is the goal I'm working towards. And, and that's all kind of tied in with their purpose. And so how, if somebody wanted to create a vision board, like where would they start? Like, how do they kind of go about just getting everything on there? Yeah. Um, a lot of people, well, you know, like I used to do the old school way and cut out pictures from magazines, but I don't really have magazines anymore. (laughs) I don't think anybody does. (laughs) You know, so I just actually, I personally went on Pinterest. I mean, you can literally look up pictures anywhere. And since you're not like publicly, like putting those pictures somewhere, like I just print them out, you know, I don't worry about giving somebody credit because I'm the only one looking at them, you know? And so I will just find a ton of pictures. I have my own little vision board on Pinterest and I'll just pin tons of stuff there and print it all out. And so I have pictures of like vacations we want to go on. I have pictures of like, you know, a group of women, like representing the team I want and the car that I want. And then I actually even printed out pictures of myself and my accomplishments. So like me mm-hmm. holding my book when I first published it, me holding the planner when I released the first one so that I can remind myself when I look up there and see all those dreams and I start to doubt if they could happen for me. I actually see that reminder of like, no, you've already achieved this. And now like, this is what you have ahead of you. And so I literally just print out pictures of places we want to go, the house we want to have, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, um, just cut it out and stick it all on my vision board. <laughs> I love that so much too. And I love that you add in things that you've already accomplished because I think a lot of times when we're going through goal setting, where we're trying to live with purpose and we think, okay, here's the end game. If we get stuck in the rut, or if we get stuck in those setbacks, we tend to always forget what we have accomplished. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And so having those things on there, because I, I think about our students, you know, they are, most of my students are really high achieving students, whether it's athletically, academically, but when they, when they get in a moment where things just aren't going right, it really brings them down. Yeah, totally. And I mean, I think everybody battles with that, you know, the imposter syndrome and who am I to do this? I'm not good enough to do this. And I think that's natural, um, but that's why like the vision board helps so much and reminding yourself of the things you've accomplished so much. And just knowing like when you know that you are, you know, you're one step ahead of where you were yesterday or where you were last month, like you're making progress and you can't focus on like what other people's, you know, there may be at the highlight of their goal and you're like in the middle, you know? And so reminding yourself of the things that you've accomplished and that you, you know, you do have like the capacity to complete this goal. Um, and so, yeah, this is actually the first year I put pictures of what I've already accomplished on there. And it's been really helpful because there are times where I'm like, what am I doing? Who do I think I am? And then I'm like, wait, no, I have done these things. Like, you know, it's time to move forward and do bigger and better things. Yeah. And and I think, again, I think it's so powerful because, you know, it helps us really realign ourselves with who we are. And and you mentioned this, you know, we can often, and I do this too, and I think we all do it, is get caught up in that comparison game of Mm -hmm. what is the next person doing? And, you know, and I know with our students, there may be someone on their team who has already gotten an offer to play in college or like has done something really big or achieved some academic honors and they start to compare themselves. So what, you know, as you think about that, in these goal settings, like how do we, how do we really make sure we're kind of staying in our own lane when we're doing this? So one thing that I started doing because I was finding myself in that a lot a few years ago. And, um, instead of like, if I would catch myself seeing someone else accomplish something that I wanted to accomplish, um, and feeling like that envy or jealousy, instead of that, I would shift that into like, if that's possible for her, then it's possible for me. And so when you see those things, being happy for that person, celebrating that person, being grateful for them and actually like telling yourself, like, this is for me too. Like I can have this too. Um, It really helps to take the comparison part out of it and seeing it as a possibility for yourself instead of like a comparison that you're less than. Yeah. And, and I love that you actually mentioned the word gratitude, because I think that's something a lot of times we forget like during the days to say like, oh, here is what I'm grateful for. Or even like after a month or after a week, we're kind of through this planning process is going back and saying, oh, wow, this, these are the things I really learned. This is where my gratitude stands. So what are some things that students can do to, you know, continue to like keep those things top of mind? Mm-hmm. Um, this is one thing that I do every day. And I, I even have like a journal that I created to do this because it was something that, you know, I created the original planner. It didn't really have any mindset stuff in it. And as my business grew and my goals grew, I knew that my mindset was like literally the most important thing Mm -hmm. that I had to take care of. And so, um, you know, you can literally, you can write this on anything on a piece of paper, whatever. But I write down every morning, I write down three things that I'm grateful for. And I don't get super deep, you know, Mm -hmm. because I try to practice gratitude throughout the day. But first thing in the morning, 
I write down three things I'm grateful for in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's just a good night's sleep or yeah. maybe it's just a nice hot cup of coffee, whatever. Um, and then I write down um, my affirmations. And mm-hmm. so these are things that I need to believe about myself, you know, and you know, I'm a leader of leaders or, you know, I am, you know, the star quarterback on yeah. such and such team, whatever it is. Um, and then I write down my dreams and my dreams are things that I am working towards making happen. And, but I write them down as if they already happened. Um, like we live in our dream home on the beach. Like I write it out as if it already happened. Sign me up for that one. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and then I write down three, um, intentions for the day. Mm -hmm. So that's just like how, like my intentions for how I'm going to show up. I'm going to show up as a mom, as a wife, as a business owner, Um, and then at the end of each day, I also write down like reflections and gratitude. And so just getting into that habit, even if you just write down, you know, when you wake up in the morning, five things that you're grateful for, or just say it, you know, when, Mm -hmm. before you get out of bed, because when you are in a place of gratitude, you like, and actually scientists have proven this, that your brain can't be grateful and like anxious at the same time. So it's always a good thing. Like if you're feeling frustrated or down or discouraged to go to gratitude, what's something you're thankful for? Gosh, I really love that. Cause I think a lot of times, you know, that anxiety level starts to creep in about, oh, I'm not achieving the goals or I'm getting that comparison. But, you know, knowing that if we were to start off the day with like just gratitude points, it really sets us up for success for the rest of the day and even continuing even through that week. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And getting into that habit, even just in the middle of the day when something's not going right, it's such an easy like switch to turn your brain to gratitude and like move forward. That that's so awesome. And and I think too, just knowing how to even get started. I feel like a lot of students, they're lost. They're like, oh, I want to set goals. I want to find out all this stuff. But knowing that, you know, it doesn't really start with like, let me lay down all the goals. Like we really need to start with that one thing of like, what is your true purpose? And what is that end game for you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is. It's definitely makes it makes the whole goal setting process a lot easier and a lot more attainable. Yeah. And I think that's one thing too, is, you know, a lot of times students, they may set goals that aren't attainable and Mm -hmm. it's because it doesn't align with their purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you just end up striving and burning Mm -hmm. out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing all of that and just how you go about that. I think it's so important for students to start it early um, because it really helps them set themselves up for success as they go on, not only through their high school career, but their collegiate career and everything they do. I mean, it's not just attributed to like their sports, but it's like all of life too. Yeah. 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 So Corey, because the podcast is called Confessions from the Sidelines, what has been your favorite memory while standing on the sidelines and cheering others on? Um, okay. So actually physically speaking, I was a cheerleader in high school. And so honestly, like I loved our Friday night football games. They were so much fun. It was so fun to cheer on our team. And when I was um, a senior, we actually did go to the state championships and it was, that was probably like the highlight of my whole cheerleading career. (laughs) Oh, that's, yeah. Oh, that's so amazing. And I think that we, we carry those memories with us for a very long time too. And just the excitement and everything that went with it. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Corey, thank you so much for being here today and just sharing your words of wisdom. So if people want to find you or maybe even grab that planner that you're talking about, where would they go to do that? Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me. It's been a joy to talk to you about this stuff. I'm very passionate about it. Um, but you can find me at CoreyClark.com and you spell my name C-O-R-I-E Clark, which is C-L-A-R-K. And um, there's links to my shop on there. There's links to like goal setting pages to, you know, the planner, my podcast, all that good stuff is all on CoreyClark.com. Perfect. Well, we will make sure to include all of those links in the show notes for you guys. So if you want to connect with Corey, that you can definitely do that. So Corey, thank you again. It was so nice to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Confessions from the Sidelines. I would love to know what was your favorite takeaway from today's show? Corey shared so many great nuggets that we can learn about goal setting and identifying our purpose. So I would love for you to head over to Instagram at our handle, Sideline Confessions, and be sure to drop us a note about what you loved about this episode. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. And until next time, I'll be cheering you on from the sidelines.